1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are well today on this beautiful Thursday morning. It's beautiful here in Central Florida. I was just out and about, uh, dropped the wife off to work, and um, because on Thursday and Friday I get to drive her car, which is much nicer than driving mine, Um, I'm thankful for my car, but my car is like driving a dirty work truck. Uh, that that starts and goes and comes home every day. So I am thankful. I am grateful. I am thankful. But I like I, dri- I like riding in her car better. Uh, it's nice. It's not like driving an old dirty work truck. Uh, it and the AC works and all the windows close and it's you know it's great and it's got, it's, you know, it's got satellite radio. I mean, it's, just, it's great. It's like a little like a little car vacation a couple times a week. In, in any case, oh, and it's got gas in it. Um, in any case, again, thank you for um, coming to the podcast today. I want to talk a little bit about um, it is election season, and it seems like election season is you know it used to be every every two years. You know, we used to talk about elections every two years. You know, when we talked about the uh, the presidential election and then the midterm, and then we, and then we would not even mention the e word elections. Until the next time, right? So uh, the parties would sort of, you know, the the, the major parties would sort of take a year off that middle year, Um, and maybe you had uh, municipal elections in one of those off years, and you didn't really get much buzz about that because nobody gives a a rat's ass who's on the school board or uh, who, who the city council people are. That's all so local that you really don't hear much about it, especially on the national scale. But um, now that doesn't seem to be the case, you know, with uh, I think the advent of George Bush and Barack Obama and the ascent of the major parties and the and the ascent of a newfound uh, lust in some for socialism. Uh, It it just it seems like it's never ending. Now, I I don't think I, I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think it's because I talk about it, you know what, here on the internet all the time, is it just, it's all the time. Now if you are, now if you disagree with me, please write in the comments that no, I don't hear about it all the time, I only hear about it when you clowns talk about it, uh, and most people, you know what, still participate in the every other year syndrome. I don't know how you could, especially, you know what, it, during this uh, presidential uh, term of, of Donald Trump. How you can just hear about politics every other year, and the annual you know, on the off years you hear about I don't know things like you know a, a, a business burned down on Main Street. Oh my God! I'm glad no one was hurt, and that when you fill up the the off years with that stuff, I don't think that that's the way things are going anymore. I think that we are all dipped in the um, in the soup, in the primordial sludge of uh, never-ending, ongoing and never-ending politics, and especially at the national level. See Some of it seeping down into the local level, state and local level for sure, but it just never ends. It just never ends. And, and, and frankly, I don't think we're going to get a break from it. I just don't think we're going to get a break from it. I don't think that things are going to change. I think that if anything, things are going to get, if I could use the term, worse, it's going to get worse. We're going to hear more and more about national politics. We're going to hear more and more about the ascent of socialism. We're going to hear more and more about conservatism and progressivism. We're going to hear more and more about it from now on. This is as they say, our new normal. But, but at the same but at the same time, it offers I want to say because you guys who listen know that I'm a conservative person, it offers conservatives a tremendous opportunity to reach people and say things, and teach and inform that we never had open to us before. Ever, ever, and we, and I can and I can see by some of the um, the folks that are um, that are starting to starting to pop up. That it is, it is that time that we do uh, have that opportunity, and we should start taking it. Uh, I'm going to uh, again have some interviews with some folks that uh, you you've not met, not today, but very soon, um, sooner than you think. Um, I, I just found some people through my association with Shirley Huzar of Urban Game Changers. That I am very, very interested in speaking with, and um, they are at black, Conservatism, uh, black Conservative dot, dot com, uh, blackconservativemovement dot com. Uh, Their national chairman is a, is a young man by the name of Chad Williams Owen. Uh, the um, the national director of advancement is Khalik Rodriguez. And the National uh, Communications Director is Sharice Lane. The nat- their National Media Director and Spokesman is Justin Corbin. So I will probably be speaking to Justin Corbin sooner than later here on this program. So just sort of stay tuned, stay connected, um, because things are changing. Things are changing. And it is and it is super exciting to see these these changes. And I don't think that if we went back to the idea of every other year we pay attention, we'd be getting these changes. Now, I know a lot of people who are traditionalists are, are super worried about the direction of the nation. And frankly, you should always be super worried about the direction of the nation. You're super, you should always be super worried about the direction of the nation and be ready to give account at any time for what you believe about the country and wh- how you believe the country ought to be. So you can't just put that aside and fall under the um, <clears throat> the guise of it, politics is not polite conversation. Well, it is necessary conversation for sure. You can still have necessary conversation and not beat each other up and be ugly and terrible and awful. But it's a conversation that needs to be had even in polite company. And I think that 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 too is changing. So we're excited about that. I had to get all that out. Like I said in the show notes though, I want to talk a little bit about a phrase I hear all the time now. And the phrase I hear all the time is that we're, we're sending somebody to blah, 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 because they are ready to, quote, get things done. They're they're not one of those do-nothing politicians. So-and-so is ready to go to, insert state capital, national, Washington, D.C., or whatever, and get things done for us, right? Well, that phrase, frankly, always scares me. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, whom I voted for, um, use that phrase a lot. But it still scares But that phrase still scares me because it is a, um, it, it bears the next question. It bears the next question. And when we get back, I'm going, to ask, I'm going to ask that question. We'll be back right after these messages. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast? And you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's Debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today.
0: I'm Paul Beaumont, and I'm asking for your vote in the special congressional election on April 30th. You could say I'm the anti AOC, as in Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. AOC is a radical socialist. I'm Christian, conservative, and committed. AOC wonders if it's still okay to have children. I have 11 kids, and I'm strongly pro life. AOC wants to eliminate air travel. I'm a former Navy pilot. AOC calls a border wall a moral abomination. I say we must have a border to protect our jobs and our way of life. I'm running because I want to do my part to restore America's greatness. I'm going to fight for our families, fight for our jobs, and fight for North Carolina and our nation. And here's my pledge. I'll never become intoxicated by the D.C. swamp. I'm asking for your vote on April 30th. Text Paul to 252-680-8964. That's Paul to 252-680-8964. Or go to anti-aoc.org and vote Paul Beaumont on April 30th.
1: Authorized and paid for by Beaumont for Congress Committee. All right. Again, welcome. uh, And thanks for uh, coming to the program. We appreciate it today. Uh, Even in that last commercial that I ran uh, for Paul Beaumont, now, I'm, I'm, let, me, um, let me break out into some full disclosure about that spot. Um, I get uh, emails from grassfire.com, and Paul is um, as asked. I, actually, Grassfire found Paul, and they made the ask to send him um, some donations because I think their election is Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, uh, so they can get that spot ran. So you can get that media by anyone who were asking $5,000. So I don't have $5,000 to give him, but what I do have is this platform. And so unbeknownst to them, unbeknownst to Grassfire, I simply downloaded that spot and ran it for them. And I will, I will download it on some other things until Tuesday and run it for them for free. They don't know about it. I just, I just thought when I, when I heard it, um, that um, this guy needs some help, that I would run the spot. So, I'm, I'm this is fully full disclosure on that. I just like you know what you know. It, I trust Grassfire. Uh, I worked for them for a while, and I and I also, I by proxy trust this guy Paul Beaumont from North Carolina. So I just ran his spot. He doesn't know that I ran his spot. His campaign doesn't know that I ran his spot. Um, grass Grassfire doesn't know. I just ran it because I want you know what he needed help and I was able to help him. There you go. So if there's anyone listening and they want to give Paul Bomb a hard time on this, then there's the explanation and they can come to me. There you go. Uh WLS860 at gmail.com. WLS860gmail.com if you have questions. Now, this whole idea of I'm going to go to Washington, I'm going to go to, I'm going to insert state capital, uh, insert city, uh, insert, you know, a county seat and, and get things done bears two questions. My first question always is, you heard it, you heard it in your own head, get what done? Okay, get what done? And are you going to, and the second question is, are you going to get, quote, those things done in accordance to the law and accordance to the role of government you're going into? That's the super duper question. Are you going to break the existing law to do it? Are you going to ignore the role of government to, quote, get things done? Because every every step of government where we're talking about local government, like city council, mayoral, um, they have a specific duty and a a, a specific place when we're talking about their place in government as the, you know, what, just county government or state government and federal government. Everybody has a different um, purpose. And a different set of responsibilities. So, what needs to happen first is that everybody needs to practice pr- prophylactic government. And I and, and you and you and you're scratching your head now, thinking, "What the hell is prophylactic government, Willie?" Well, I'll tell you. Uh, a prophylactic is something that protects people. That protects women primarily, now men, um, from the disease. Of the of of somebody else. Now, um, women can have well, women when they want when when they're having sex with somebody may want the man to wear a prophylactic, a condom, a rubber, a safe, and that protects them from getting first getting pregnant or getting uh, a, a venereal disease. Women often have their partners wear dental dams to keep them from passing on disease during sex, during oral sex. What prophylactic government, the idea of prophylactic government is, is that at every level of government, from local, like from city to county to state from state to federal government needs to first protect themselves from the ravages of the um, the next level up. For instance, and I'll, I'll give you um, the example uh, where I live. I live in I live in the city of Tampa. The city of Tampa is a city inside uh, is a, is an incorporated city inside the county of Hillsborough in Florida. So there is a mayor, a strong mayor system, and a city council that um, is responsible for the the comfort and the safety of the citizens of Tampa in the city limits. And Hillsborough County, to give you an idea, Hillsborough County has a, a, a few uh, incorporated cities. Um, it, it has Tampa, it has Temple Terrace, uh, it has Plant City. All those places have their own police force. All the places have, have their own mayor and city council. But they all reside inside the county of Hillsboro. Tampa, Plant City, Temple Terrace, all need to practice prophylactic government. And what that simply means is that their first duty is to protect their citizenry and their residents from the craziness and the madness of the county government which is the more overarching branch of government or layer of government that's better layer of government that in order for those cities to be autonomous then they must first protect themselves from the ravages of the next layer of government which is county government now what government has to do the the, the government of, of, of hillsborough hillsborough county um who, who does not have a mayor system they have a some places have a county mayor we don't have a county mayor here we have a a county commission that's responsible for that layer of government they should in in turn practice pro- prophylactic government to protect the, Hill, the citizens of hillsborough both in the incorporated and unincorporated areas from the ravages of the state government there are 67 counties in the state of Florida and we should that their job is to protect first protect the autonomy of Hillsborough County from the state of Florida the next layer of government as um, as spelled out in the constitution of the United States their first role should be the 10th amendment is to protect the autonomy of the state of Florida from the ravages of the federal government. And in return, the United States government should again, protect the autonomy of the United States government from the ravages of any one, one world government governmental system which they are obviously not doing by their association with the United Nations, their association with um, any of, uh, of of these global governmental entities. I know. I, 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 you were with me for a second until I went crazy radical right there, right? You were, you, you were pumping your fist until I said that the United States government is not practicing prophylactic government um, because of their association with the UN, their association with um, all these other international governmental agencies that are pushing that are pushing policies that other countries are to participate in. Policies, these people who aren't elected by by U.S. citizens and U.S. citizens are are, are having to live with and by the regulations of these international. Governmental ent- entities non governmental entities the United States should not be participating or or in practice uh, with any of those organizations. There should be prophylactic government from the from the city council level all the way up to the federal level. so when someone says um that they're going to get stuff done, are they first practicing the first rule now the first rule is like in medicine the first part of the Hippocratic Oath is do what do no harm do no harm don't make things worse don't make things worse always be aware of unintended consequences do not make things worse now sometimes in not making things worse It requires immediate inaction. Different, huh? It requires immediate and decisive inaction. Because you just don't have the right to do that. Let me give you an example. Um, President Obama, candidate Obama, uh, said that if they were elected, they would get right away busy Providing health care to millions of uncovered, uninsured Americans. Sounds good, right? But the next question should should have been, and was, well, how? The next question is, well, who's going to pay for that? How's that going to get paid for? How's that going to be administered? And one of the things that was a problem that was asked about is that you're going to make people buy health insurance. You're going to make American citizens as an edict of the federal government. Although all the citizens in the company, you know what in the, in the union in the States and in the counties and in the cities here, I'm going, Back down that you know back down that that layered system that that we just talked about. We're going to make them. We're going to force them under penalty of law, and possibly even take their freedom from them if they do not. We're definitely going to take their property from them, i.e., money from them. If they do not, we're going to force them by the barrel of the federal gun to purchase this product. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to sort of ease the blow of this property exchange by saying that we're going to take money from other Americans and make it easier from you. We're going to take other Americans' property and make it easier for these other Americans that we're forcing to do this to purchase this product. Now you've just stepped over the line. Now you can't do that because that's not legal. Now I know a lot of people going, well, the Supreme Court said, well, it doesn't really matter what the Supreme Court says. It's not legal. It's a tax. Yes, the tax is legal. But forever, Barack Obama, President Obama said that it wasn't a tax. And then the Supreme Court, the only way to make it legal was to call it a tax. And it's a tax. And it is a tax that the American public will have to pay that they never, ever had any say in. It's a brand new tax that the American public, think about this, never, ever had any say in. So do I want you... Do I want you to get busy taxing me without my permission and then be happy that we got something done? Well no, no, I don't. No, and this is this just one example and the federal government does this all the time. Now, the, the, and now, the other problem that sort of swo- that swooped down through the layers is that the state of Florida didn't do anything to protect me from it, uh, or you know, very little, to, very little to protect me from it. The the the, 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 the county of Hillsborough did nothing to protect me from it. The city of Tampa did nothing to protect me from it. They did not practice any, any at all. Any at all. prophylactic government so there was this failure from the federal level right on down, and it all started with we're going to go to washington dc and get some get some things done well you know what that's not enough it's not enough and again every time anybody says that i always get sort of freaked out Because I don't want you to just to get stuff done. I want you to do right things that are legal. I want you to do things that are within the confines of the Constitution. That's what I want you to do. And sometimes, in order to maintain the Constitution and stay within the confines of the Constitution, it requires immediate and decisive inaction. I didn't say indecisiveness. I said immediate and decisive inaction because your hands are tied, because what, you, what you'd what you like to get done, there's no way to do within the confines of the Constitution of the United States. Now, that is a interesting take for most people because most people don't think about it that way. Most folks just don't think about it that way. Sometimes you need decisive and immediate inaction because what should happen, it should be this Hippocratic Oath uh, mentality when it comes to government is do no harm. Do not make it worse for your citizens. Do not make it worse for the residents of the United States. The state, state of Florida should not make it worse for the residents of the state of Florida. The county of Hillsborough should not make things worse for the citizens who reside in Hillsborough County. The city of Tampa should not make things worse for the citizens that live inside the city limits of Tampa. They should not they should first do no harm. Now, if you make my life more expensive, you have made it worse. You have taken my property, i.e. my money, and you have made my life more difficult. And that you should not do. Same thing um, at, at the county level and the state level. If you are taking my property, now, Property is also like I keep saying this property is your money your 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 money is your property. If you are confiscating my property and making my life more difficult, then that is what you should not do And so if you can't accomplish whatever quote goal that you want to accomplish without do without making my life more miserable. Without increasing the, mi- the misery index in my household, then that is what you should not do. Then you should immediately and decisively be inactive in that practice. This is not this is not hard. And then you say, "Well, how are we supposed to get anything done?" Hmm. We're going to have to be more clever when, when building roads. We're going to be more ke- more clever when building schools. We're going to be more clever when um, talking about mass transit. We're going to be more clever, aren't we? We're going to have to get new partners. Mass transit is one of my favorite ones because you know what? If 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 light rail is profitable and a good idea for Hillsborough County and the Tampa Bay area, then Siemens, who builds trains and those systems, should come in and do it and run it and pay for it if it's if it's profitable and if it were profitable they'd be asking to if it was worth it they'd be asking they'd, they'd be they'd be asking to and that would make my life better that would make my commute better and i would be able to keep more money in my pocket on a regular basis or decide when I rode mass transit and I can make that decision with my property and that makes my life better. We'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the armed citizens legal defense network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM, Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our n- number is 360 978. Fifty-two hundred, that's three six zero nine seven eight fifty-two hundred, or go to www. dot org.
0: I'm Paul Bowman, and I'm asking for your vote in the special congressional election on April thirtieth. You could say I'm the anti-AOC, as in Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. AOC is a radical socialist. I'm Christian, conservative, and committed. AOC wonders if it's still okay to have children. I have 11 kids and I'm strongly pro-life. AOC wants to eliminate air travel. I'm a former Navy pilot. AOC calls a border wall a moral abomination. I say we must have a border to protect our jobs and our way of life. I'm running because I want to do my part to restore America's greatness. I'm going to fight for our families, fight for our jobs, and fight for North Carolina and our nation. And here's my pledge. I'll never become intoxicated by the D.C. Swamp. I'm asking for your vote on April 30th. Text Paul to 252-680-8964. That's Paul to 252-680-8964. Or go to anti-aoc.org and vote Paul Beaumont on April
1: 30th. Authorized and paid for by Beaumont for Congress Committee. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452 or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.NewHomesTPA.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. Okay, welcome back. Thank you for coming to the program. We appreciate it today. We hope that um that we're um talking to you in a way that you understand, talking to you in a way that you like, talk, talking to you in a way that you can tell other people because the best thing about this platform is the shareability of the platform that you can easily easily share exactly what happened with somebody else. You know, when you have a TV program, you hope to say, "Oh, well, did you see so and so on?" Tucker Carlson no well no and then you've got to tell him about it right and you don't always get it all right you don't you know what you 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 forget certain parts and and this and you can't really share it that way you can talk about it but you can't share it that way but here in this particular thing you can share it you can hear the if if you don't know the little um triangle the, the 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 open triangle that's laying on its side there looks like a a V turned on its side with um with feet. That's the share button. And if you click the share button, you can you can put it on you can put this cast on your Facebook page, on your tw- you know what, you can you can tweet it out. You can used to be able to put it on Google Plus, but Google Plus is dead. Boom boom beep uh, Long live Google Plus. Um what are our, our whatever our our, our Reddit or wherever y- the share button tells you you can share it. And and you can share it if you like it, or you can share it if you don't like it. And um, that's the coolest thing about this particular format, that you can share the exact thing that was said with people that you want to share it with. That's the That, for me, is the coolest thing. Yay. Yay for cool things. All right, listen. Um, I want to wrap this up. I want to wrap this up, because the idea of, of going to insert capital to get things done, we have to always, no matter what side of the aisle, ask the next question. Ask the next question. And the next question is when when a, when a politician uh, running for office says they're gonna go to wherever and get things done, we have to ask, what things are you wanting to get done? And if they give you a specific, then you become specific and ask the next question. Or how are you going to manage to get that done? How are you thinking that's going to happen? I think that moving forward, we must, as an electorate, be willing to move out of our emotions and the excitement of our emotions and ask the next question. What is the next question? How are you going to do that? Now, how does that jibe with the state constitution? Is that legal to do? How is that thing that you want to do jive with the Constitution of the United States? Is that an invasion of my privacy? Is that uh, a redistribution of wealth? Ask the question and be okay with asking those very pointed questions and asking for a very uh, specific answer. So in this new age of constant and never ending election cycles, we have to, we obviously know that we can't depend on the mainstream media that ask these questions because ain't nobody, Let me say, I'll say it again like this so you get it, ain't nobody on CNN asking anybody, asking Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Pete Buttigieg uh, or, or Andrew Yang, or any of the twenty Democrat candidates, any real specifics, especially on property rights, especially on property rights, because all of them believe that the that you don't really the money that you earn isn't yours; it's not your property. Think about this. Think about that. Now, now, now I, I'm not going to go off into this because that's a this is a completely a completely different program that anybody who is pushing democratic socialism is actually saying that your money that you earn your property isn't really yours your business isn't really yours now we heard that in a sort of disney eyes form from from president obama who said that business you didn't build that now you had a now he he thought you had amnesia that you spent the night there more than once because there was no alarm system or are you were that you worked all day in that business and then you did the books all night in that business and then you cleaned the parking lot and that you that you swept and mopped and painted the walls in that business. And then you knocked on doors and handed out flyers that you made at Kinko's to get people in that business. And then they and then he says, you didn't build that. Uh, All due respect, Mr. President, bite me. Me and God built this. But that was the first that was the first shot across the bow in in that you don't own what you own. So you have the woman on MSNBC says that your children don't belong to you. Hmm. Do your children belong to the collective? What? So we've got this thing. Again, this is a whole, and, and I'm not going to go any further than that, I promise, because this is, that's a completely different show. Completely something different. But, but we have this, so we have to be able to ask the next question. We have to be able to ask these questions. We, have, we, have, we, we got to start asking property right questions. How does this affect my property? And they'll give you some idea, like, oh, it doesn't affect your real property at all. You mean that's to do with your house? I'm not talking about my house. I'm talking about my money. My money is my property too. I earned it. It's mine. How does this affect my property? Somebody finally got Bernie Sanders to admit that yes, you're not going to have to pay um, a co-payments or. I don't have to pay premiums anymore, but you, but your, your taxes are going to go up. Well, of course. Well, so, so instead of pulling the money out of my right pocket, you're going to pull it out of my left pocket and then decide the quality of care I get. You're going to take that decision out of my hands. Let me think. Mm, Hell no. How about that? How about hell no? But um, anyway, that's what we're dealing with. So we have to be able to ask the next question. Again, thank you ever so much for for hanging in. Thank thank you for listening to the end. I appreciate it. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.
0: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.